Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight. Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap Podcast. Podcast from the Over the Monster Podcast Network where we recap the series that just ended, preview the series that's about to start. With me as always, Shelly Verstraight. Shelly, how are you doing tonight? Um, I'm doing fine. Once I got the audio stuff all worked out, had some technical <laughs> difficulties. Uh, there were maybe some bad words said, but um, I'm here and I'm ready to talk about this series. They may have been said, but they were not recorded, so <laughs> that never happens. Exactly. All right. Four games set with Tampa. Let's dive in. Game one. Nick Pavetta versus Luis Patino. Red Sox took the loss 6-1. to one. Nick Pavetta didn't fare all that well against the Rays. He walked five, struck out six, gave up six hits, and four of those came around a score in his five innings of work. Um, so this was uh, not a great start for, for Pavetta. Five walks, not great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, usually, like the last couple starts, yeah, he's, you know, given up a lot of runs, but we haven't seen the walks show up. And these five walks have just been really concerning. And I'm just like, uh, just with everything that's going on, it's like, Pavetta, come on. You can't even, you can't, you're walking five now. So now that's something else we have to worry about. I don't know. I'm just, ugh. Yeah, started off the season having walk issues uh, and figured it out in the middle of the season, even in the, the stretches where he was struggling. He wasn't walking all that many, uh, which yeah. is something to look forward to. 
definitely something to keep an eye on going forward because he's had his walk issues in the past, which don't help when you're trying to win wildcard games. Uh, Hansel Robles followed with an inning, a walk, and two strikeouts, and then um, Espinal closed it, pitching the last two innings, giving up two more runs, and a walk on no strikeouts. On the hitting side, the offense was obviously rather quiet, was going one run. Verdugo had a multi-hit game. Dahlbach had a home run off Patino in the second inning, and that was it. Game two, Brad Peacock recently uh, traded for. Brad Peacock yeah. uh, getting a start versus Ryan Yarbrough, uh, known as the COVID game, <laughs> as uh, <laughs> Xander Bogarts left in the second inning after a positive test came back. Uh, and then the Red Sox leading to, to some weird roster moves here uh, over the last couple days. But uh, Brad Peacock himself um, went two and a third, gave up five earned runs, two walks, no strikeouts. Um, Shelly Peacock has been pretty bad the past couple seasons. and 2020, he had an ERA over seven uh, in about 40 innings this year at AAA also had an ERA over seven. Were you expecting anything out of Peacock at all? I was not. I was not expecting anything, and that's basically what we got. Like, I just remember I was at work, and the trade went through, and it, you know, came through my phone, and I'm like, wait, what? Who? Why? Is this, like, three years ago we traded for Brad Peacock? I, I, I don't understand. He wasn't, like you said, he wasn't pitching well in AAA. He didn't pitch well last year. I think I kind of understand why they made the trade because I think that they knew that this uh, this COVID outbreak was going to like really affect the bullpen. But yeah, um, his performance, exactly what I expected, just kind of, ugh. Yep. I had the same yeah. reaction on all fronts. <laughs> um, they needed a starter. I was surprised they didn't go with Martin Perez there for the spot start, but... Um, he's on the COVID um, list oh, too. That was why. That was uh, why. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. He was one of the first ones too. Yeah. Bummer. Uh, Gonzalez yeah. followed, went two and two thirds innings, giving up two more runs, struck out three though, only walked one, and then Phillips Valdez the last three innings, two strikeouts, one walk. Uh, for the bats, uh, even losing Xander, they still managed to get ten hits off race pitching. However. Uh, they went four for 12 with nine men left on base. Same old story. Dropped the game. Uh, eight to five. Any other thoughts there? Um, not really. I mean, it was like a really crazy game, you know? Just the roster just ex- extremely thin. Xander leaving. It just wasn't great. And I just, I just remember after we dropped that second game, I'm like, we're having all of these issues going up against the Rays, and this is the games that we need to win, and we've dropped two so far. Not great, Bob. And not only that, they had two more errors and a couple more base running mistakes in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've talked about them a little bit, but something that we kind of haven't circled back to is they had these issues like the first two weeks of the season or so. And we just kind of wrote it off as like, it's the beginning of the year, they'll figure it out. Uh, unfortunately, they haven't figured it out. It's kind of been like a season-long thing here. Yeah. Uh, does that give you confidence down the stretch that when they they need runs or uh, their decision-making in general can, you know, claw them back into a game? 
Um, not really. I mean, when it was at the beginning of the year, you know, we all said, yeah, Cora's going to, you know, whip them back into shape, you know, and they kind of did. Uh, but it's kind of been a thing for a while and quote unquote, Cora hasn't whipped them back into shape, you know? So yeah, I, I don't have any faith that, um, it's going to get better and it's going to get better at, if we make the playoffs, stuff like that. Agreed. Yeah. On to game three. Chris Sale versus Drew Rasmussen. Red Sox get the win. Three to two. Great start from Sale. Uh, He didn't look as sharp as he had in his previous outings, but was effective enough to do the job here. Um, Was looking really good uh, through five innings. A little bit of trouble in the sixth. Uh, was able to close it out though. Three only three strikeouts, two walks, six hits, two earned runs, a two point five three ERA for Sale in his uh, first three starts here. What did you think of Sale's uh, first start against a little bit more difficult competition? Uh, yeah, I was a little a little like underwhelmed because I mean when Chris Sale goes out there, I expect him to at least ad- as ad- get as many strikeouts as innings pitched, really. Or really even more, you know? Um, And he just, like, you know, just like you said, he didn't look as sharp. But, I mean, his velocity was up just a little bit more. You know, spin rates were fine. It just was one of those games. I mean, again, like, Tampa, um, you know, can have a really good offense at times. And I just think it just really wasn't his night. But he still made it work. And that's what makes Sale so great. Sure does. Whitlock followed, going two innings, giving up two hits, one strikeout, and then Adam Ottavino got his 11th save, third in a row, confirming that he is the closer of your Boston Red Sox right now. How do you feel about Ottavino in that role? Um, I I don't feel great, but I will say in this this particular start, he didn't walk any batters, which is huge for him because the last, what, month, month and a half, he's really just had issues with just control. Uh, I mean, Core and him have said that they, they, he's just like in a rough patch. So seeing him come out for this save, not give up any walk, strike, strike a couple batters out, um... That made me feel a little bit better about him being the uh, closer for the next little bit. Agreed. He's had really good stretches this year, but he just hasn't been able to actually be consistent with it and do it for an extended period of time. So I think as long as he's hot, you got to roll with him um, and then hope that someone else can kind of step in. Maybe Barnes straightens himself out by the time you need to go with somebody else and he can step back into that role. Christian Vasquez had himself quite an interesting night. Um, He was thrown out by about 30 feet. Uh, at one point, but then made up for it. Um, not his decision. He was waived. Just a terrible send. Uh, and then he made up for it, going three for four, hit a home run in the seventh. And then uh, Verdugo Endeavors also had multi-hit games, and it was our boy Jaron Duran with the game-winning single in the top of the ninth to bring home, um, I forgot, Rafael Devers for the game winner. What did you think of the bats in this game? They weren't able to get much. Rasmussen has kind of had their number the last two times he's pitched, but are are you expecting more from the bats than than what they had here in this series? 
Um, I am. I am. Um, again, like we're having those issues where we can sometimes like string hits together. Like the last part of this game, we had like 10 hits and then I think eight hits and that's plenty of hits to get some runs, but we just can't quite get them. Like just, we can't string them together. So just knowing that at least we strung enough together to, you know, uh, win the sale game makes me feel okay. But I just really missed that offense from about two, three months ago. Yeah, I'm with you. Three runs on nine hits in this game, strained at 10. Thankfully, they didn't get the win, but they really got to figure out how to push runners across in scoring position. Yep. Game four tonight, looking for a split, and Eduardo Rodriguez had probably his best start of the year. Uh, went sixth. Four hits, one walk, six strikeouts. Ran into a bit of trouble there in the seventh, trying to get through the seventh. But Garrett Richards was able to bail him out of it. Pitched the last three innings, pick up his second save of the year. Um, we'll talk about both of those, but first let's start with Rodriguez. Was this the, the best he's looked all year? Uh, yes, especially going up against the Rays. And, I mean, we really, really needed this game. Because uh, we couldn't drop three out of four against the Rays because that would just put us in, in, in an even bigger hole than we already are. So we needed this game, and he totally stepped up and ha- looked great. I, I was really, really happy uh, uh, with what he did tonight. Yeah, he looked tremendous, uh, and they really needed that to get some momentum. Having him pitching at this level along with Chris Sale back in the rotation completely changes the dynamic of what this rotation has been over the past couple months. Uh, and if they are going to solidify a, plot, a spot in the playoffs, this is exactly the E-Rod they're going to need. Then Garrett Richards. Uh, Garrett Richards has just become an absolute animal since moving to the bullpen. Um, his second three-inning save of the year, finishing off the game, four strikeouts, one walk, one hit. Uh, how impressed have you been with Garrett Richards kind of, you know, accepting this, uh, not necessarily demotion, but being bumped to the bullpen and then being able to succeed here. Um, (laughs) I've been just absolutely impressed. I didn't expect this at all. Uh, because I remember, um, when, you know, they lost the sticky stuff back in June and his comments at that point, and he was like, yeah, I've never really pitched with this. I, yeah. Just like his body language, just everything. I didn't think that he was going to take um, the quote unquote like demotion well. Um, but dude has been killing it, just like he said. I mean, just these long outings, two, three inning stints. Even if he goes in innings, sometimes he strikes out two, three batters. Um, I've been very, very impressed with Richards um, from the pen. And I didn't think that I was going to be saying this. Same. I wasn't expecting much because uh, after the sticky stuff banned, and like you said, his comments, in his next couple starts, he was blown up right away. First inning, second inning. Yeah. Uh, so it didn't feel like even with the move to the bullpen that he really could be trusted to get through an inning. Uh, but he's completely reinvented himself, and he's been a, a completely different guy over those last 12 innings. I think he's got 15 strikeouts uh, and two walks in the 12 and a third innings that he's pitched. Pretty darn impressive. Yeah. For the bats, lots of hits. 
Hunter Renfro had two. Schwarber had two. J.D. Martinez had two. Bobby Dahlbuck had two, along with two RBIs. Uh, Martinez and Renfro also had RBIs, knocking home all four runs for the Red Sox. I got to Shane McClanahan for all four runs, who actually pitched pretty well. Uh, had eight strikeouts, only two walks in five innings, but the Red Sox were able to get to him when it counted and get those runs across and earn themselves a split of this four-game series versus Tampa, winning game four, four to nothing. All right, MVP of the series, who you got? Yeah, prior to this game, I went with Vasquez. Just I was just going off the first three games and just knowing what he did in that third game. Um, but I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my my thing on the pre pro and go with go with Erod. Um, just how he just totally just dominated this last game and you know propelled us to a split against the Rays. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to go with Schwarber. He had a really good series. He got on base nice. a ton in this series. Um, driving in runs, getting walks, getting hits. He has been a nice fit here. Yes. All right. That was going to do it for this series. We're going to take a quick break and then come back and preview series against Cleveland. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus. Your up to the date standings. Major League Baseball. In the American League East, Tampa Bay leads New York by 6.5, leads Boston by 8, Toronto by 13, and Baltimore by 42. (laughs) Wild card standings, (laughs) yeah. The Yankees are a game and a half up on Boston, who holds the second spot, two games up on Oakland, four games up on Seattle, five up on Toronto. Three games set here with Cleveland, who is a very distant second in the AL Central uh, and not really in the wild card either. Pitching matchups. A little bit of a replay here. Evaldi versus Quantrill, game one. Hauk versus Eli Morgan, game two. Nick Pavetta versus Plesak, game three. Those first two are rematches of last weekend's. Uh, what are you expecting from these pitching matchups here uh, and from the Red Sox pitchers in particular? Um, from the pitchers, I, I, I expect, uh, like really good things. Um, I mean, we're going to be pitching in Fenway, which, you know, might be a little bit more hitterish, um, than where Cleveland plays. Um, but I just really trust the first two guys, um, especially against Cleveland. I don't, I don't know if I can say that I ever really trust Pavetta, but he's going up against Plesak, who has had his struggles as well. 
And I don't think that we saw Plesak in the last series. Um, but um, I feel I feel okay about the pitching matchups, especially going up against Cleveland. Agreed. I mean, we just saw the Cleveland offense really kind of struggle with the exception of um, Game 3 where they were able to come back. A uh, couple of dumb mistakes, runner interference on the Red Sox side, and um, then you lose Game 3. So we kind of know what the offense can do, and it's not much. Um, if Pavetta you know, can have a nice, solid game here, then I think we're looking at a really good outcome uh, and kind of much-needed timing before another series against Tampa and then the White Sox and Seattle. A lot more difficult matchups ahead, so they need to win the games that they need to win, and these line up pretty well. Uh, anything I missed there about Cleveland's offense or anything you want to add? Um, not, not, not really. Um, I, I, I do think that we can take two out of three against, uh, against Cleveland again. You know, you said two out of three last time and you were spot on. I was optimistic, went for a sweep and then they imploded in game three, but I'm going to do it again. I'm going to say they go, they go for a sweep, get all three, three big wins. Nice. Nice. Who is your prediction for series MVP? Yeah, you brought him up earlier. Uh, Kyle Schwarber, um, I, I like you said, um, I've loved what he does. Um, I've loved seeing him uh, in games. And dude just gets on base. So I just think that he's just going to get on base. And then when he doesn't get on base, he's just going to be smashing just baseballs out of the park, especially in Fenway. So I went with Kyle Schwarber. I'm going to go Hunter Renfro. Love Had a pretty it. good series against Tampa. Um yeah. Multiple hits, a couple times. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say he has a nice little series here against against Cleveland. Either that or Rivaldi. I feel like Rivaldi's gonna be, have a nice start too. But yeah, I'll go Renfro. All right, series. Well, we just did series prediction, so we're good there. All right, well that'll do it. <laughs> that'll wrap it up for this episode of the Red Sox Precap. Uh, hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll be back with you again on Monday to recap series against Cleveland. Thanks for listening.